It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Buff Nation! Let's go. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetimer, presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Jake and RK, what is up, man? Not much. Did you uh, listen to any Nathaniel Rateliff last night? Did you I did do your not, homework? Actually, I know. <laughs> Come I on. Know. I'm sorry. Um, you know what? The tension for you. What is the best song by him? Ah, uh, that's like asking what's you know Coach Prime's best recruit. <laughs> I guess that's easy. Travis that is pretty it. easy. His top song is called "And It's Still All Right." Should I listen to this song? I think that's a new one. Well, look at the one that has the most plays. Um, Redemption. I, we're not going to do this live on the air. <laughs> okay. I'll listen to this album. It's All in right. his top uh, songs there on Apple Music. What's up, chat? How's everyone doing? Hope you're all uh, coping and doing well in the off season. There was a video posted right before we went live. All the players giving their best wishes to Coach Prime. Let's I see haven't it. watched it. You haven't watched it. Yeah, let's see it. We were tanning, by the way. It's all good. <laughs> Someone asked what's taking so long. We had a company meeting before this. Yes. Whatever the opposite of twerking is, like working more than we even normally do. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was planning the show while in a meeting at the same time. <laughs> Don't admit that publicly. Well, just kidding. I may have done that then. <laughs> All right, send it. Post Prime was good, man. It's your boy D-Mac, Derek McLinda, Unk, whatever you want to call it. Um, here wishing you a speedy recovery. Praying for you. We already know your state of mind as a team. We already know your mental. So we're here at the stadium working daily, just keeping it alive. What's up, Coach Prime? Wishing you a speedy recovery. You know, I'm praying for you. You're in our prayers, our thoughts, and all the guys miss you at the facilities. I just want to wish you a speedy recovery. The facility does not feel the same without you at all. We know you're strong. We know you're a warrior. We know you're going to keep pushing. Man, I'm just praying that you have a speedy recovery because, man, this is your purpose, and we need you back out on that field. So, do whatever it takes, coach, so we can get back to the business. Yes, sir. We coming. What's going on, Coach Prime? Just want to reach out. My thoughts and my prayers for a quick recovery. What's up, Coach Prime? How you doing, man? Hope you feeling better. I know you still looking good. The looks ain't going nowhere, man. But yeah, man, I pray for a speedy recovery for you. Hope you're feeling better, man. Everything go play out in God's favor. What's going on, Coach? Um, I just want to wish you a speedy recovery. Um, I know that God got you and he got his arms around you. And I might be praying for you. What's up, Coach Prime? I'm praying for you that you have a speedy recovery, you know, to get back to the football team, to coach us, and to get us better on and off the field as men. And we just pray that you just come back healthy and ready for the season. We coming. Man, get well soon, Coach Prime. We got people to beat and we got games to win. All right, let's do it, Coach. Get well soon, man. 
She just wanted to wish her a speedy happy recovery and uh, help. Everything is well. She can get back out there on the field with us. Just wanted to say, me and the guys, I'll miss you a lot out of practice, but we're all wishing you a speedy recovery. We can't wait to see you back out on the field in prime condition. See you soon, Coach. Hey, Coach Primus Jordan here. Just wanted to wish you a speedy recovery. Also, I want to um, pray for his family and friends everywhere around because this is something that you know you really got to stick hard to and you need your family and friends around including i'm here too so but yeah i just wanted to put all my prayers up there my blessings man i'm a speed of recovery because you know we need you we want you can't do this without you like coach brown hey coach brown just wanted to reach out let you know i'm praying for a speedy recovery and we can't wait to get you back on the field with us much love coach What's going on, coaches of Mario here? Um, here wishing you a speedy recovery. Um, praying you get out this arm process. We know you will. I wish you a speedy recovery. I hope all is well. Take your time to rest. Take your time to recover. When you come back out there, we're going to do what we do. I appreciate everything you do for the team. And go buff. I have a couple takeaways from that. You want to go first? Yeah. One, the love for coach is amazing. And it's what uh, Bucky said in the well-off video yesterday. The facility doesn't feel the same without him. And everyone's kind of echoing that sentiment. It's hard to like compare this to if this happened at another school. Mm-hmm. But I can guarantee you it wouldn't feel as from the heart. Right. Like you can tell these guys look at him as either a father figure or a homie or one of the crew. Like... However you want to describe it, mm-hmm. it's it's very family oriented. The way that feels when they're talking about it, especially like some of the early guys. I think they stacked up the guys who you know gave the best, most heartfelt messages right. first. <laughs> but you can just tell like there's an actual true care about coach mm-hmm. uh, from the players, and this is from a lot of these guys who have only been with him for a couple months. Exactly. And they got, that's the other takeaway is, you know, you got guys wearing the sunglasses. He just lets his players be themselves yep. in every facet of their lives and on the field. And um, it's going to go a long way. I think that's why a lot of those players are here is because Coach Prime wants them to be themselves and just enjoy, you know, this whole process. Enjoy the game. To Jamel's comment, I told you, you know, the first day I wore shorts, I was like, I'm sorry for blinding you. Just <laughs> give me a few. Give me a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we need a couple couple of rounds of 18. We had a, a delayed uh, summer, technically, mm-hmm. I guess. So give us a few weeks. <laughs> All right. Um, if you guys didn't see it, PFF put out their highest graded Pac-12 cornerbacks. This didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it's, uh, well, okay. Highest graded returning Pac-12 cornerbacks, Ryan. What's uh, wrong with that? Um like half of the list is not returning Pac-12 cornerbacks. <laughs> no. They are transfer transfers. Yes, Travis Hunter comes Why in at number 3. Why wouldn't you just three. do highest rated corners in the Pac-12? I, that's a great question. Travis Hunter's at 3, Demetrius Ford at number 1 from Austin P. Cuz remember our whole conversation about returning production and I was like, "Well, you can't count any of the players at Colorado as returning production, so they're going to be in last place." Right. But according to this, you can. Exactly. That would change everything. <laughs> yeah, there's a few guys on this list, but Travis makes it um, we'll talk about a few of these guys on here a bit later as we go through the Pac-12's classes. Uh, Jimmy Searfrost at 247 Sports spoke to Brandon Davis Swain's high school coach at West Bloomfield High School, Zachary Hilbers. Um, he has sent a lot of players to Michigan over the last few years, of course, because they're in the same state and just have a lot of high-profile players. 
Davis Swain being the next on his commitment, he said he was pretty sure. I just asked what we were looking at here, and are we still going to visit Michigan? He had a trip scheduled to Michigan, a trip scheduled to USC. He was like, no, I canceled them. I'm good. I'm done. Um, talking about Coach Sal and how that visit went with uh, Coach Hilbers and Brandon Davis Swain, he said he definitely had an intensity to him. He was a character man. I liked it. It had a lasting, memorable impression. I got some other people coming with the same or similar pitches and spiels, but his was different. On Brandon Davis Swain, Coach Hilbert said he's a quiet kid. He's a leader from the standpoint of he works just really hard and does a lot of little things right uh, on his ability. He can overpower so many people and then also beat you with quickness. He's got incredible hands. He's a coordinated, natural athlete. He just happens to be really big and strong. He said he's probably very content to find a place where he's going to be happy on his recruitment process. Basically shut it all down after he committed to Coach Prime. I love that. Um, he's a more committed person than me because <laughs> yeah. I would take all my free trips. Right. <laughs> to Michigan, USC? Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, I just want, I'm just going for the, uh, for the good time. Right. You know everyone there feels like it's their job to show you a good time. Exactly. Um, I mean, we'll see. It's still a while off. Wouldn't blame him if he takes another official visit just for kicks and giggles, but sounds like he's truly committed to this program. Hell yeah. All right. Um, another article that came out a few Real days quick, ago. We didn't finish on the uh, Pac-12 returning corners graphic, which mm -hmm. didn't make sense, but a lot of people are saying, how is Travis three? It's just based off of their ratings, how they rated these guys last year. And that's why it's even worse that they're talking about returning right players because if you were doing returning players then you're grading them against pretty much the same competition right um but n now you bring in transfers everyone's graded against different competition whoever uh whoever you know bro is guarding at austin p who knows right who knows how good they were uh the other guy above him is chow smith wade from washington state he was a three-star recruit. He was a Pac-12 honorable mention. Okay. But PFF graded him out better than Travis Hunter last year. Crazy. It is pretty crazy. Um, a lot of guys, though, on that list are transfers. Jabbar Muhammad from Washington. He's from Oklahoma State. Mm -hmm. uh, Noah Williams from Cal. I believe that's a Mountain West transfer in. So at least half of this list, guys who didn't play in <laughs> not, the Pac-12. <laughs> very decidedly not returning players. Um, the transfer portal has kind of heated up a bit recently. There was a big entry today. And um, we're going to grade the other Pac-12 classes, but is Coach Prime done? Because Aaron Parks entered the portal from Oklahoma. 6'4", 300-pound offensive tackle, was a top 170 recruit in the 2021 class, did not play last year. He was a backup. He's in the portal. Do you want? Yeah, of course. Got scollies. Do you think they're done? No. I don't think they're ever done. That's fair, too. Recruiting is a 24-7, 365 uh job so he's probably the best portal player right now this article from brad crawford at 247 sports the top portal targets heading into july can you guess who number one is it probably would be aaron parks now if this was published today <clears throat> but who's the number one available player in the transfer portal yep we've talked about him quite a lot say do yep Zico Traore. Um, Ethan White, the interior offensive lineman out of Florida, is number two. Marquise Robinson, defensive lineman out of Auburn. So there are options in the trenches for other people still worried about the trenches. Are you worried about the trenches? No. No, I'm not. Either side? 
No, especially not defense. Offensive line, I mean, you could give me like the all-time Hall of Fame offensive line, and I'm always going to be a little worried about the offensive line. I think everyone is. It's, it's, it's just natural, I guess. Well, it's and it's the hardest, you know, unit. Right. Um, in terms of building a unit that works. It's the hardest one. Um, for example, we think corner is the second hardest position to play. Mm-hmm. But it's not hard to build a cornerback room. You just need guys that can cover. Right. Building a cohesive and sturdy and strong offensive line is more than just... I mean, in some cases, it is as simple as just getting good players at all the positions. But there's so many other variables that come into play. Right. To me, coaching at that position is more important than any other position other than probably quarterback. Um, You know, uh, chemistry. Yes. Guys legitimately need to like each other mm-hmm. and trust each other and believe in each other. So it's not it it isn't as simple as just give me a good player at every position you got a good offensive line. There's more to it, so I'll always be worried about the offensive line. Um but that being said, I think they did enough from a talent perspective to fortify it. Um someone scroll up. I think Lawrence had a good comment um on James Houston. He joined JSU on July 6th of 2021. <laughs> crazy so plenty of time plenty of time uh another top guy listed on this list is alton tarber he was a former oklahoma sooner nose tackle 6'2 322 pounder um he's from deerfield deerfield beach florida we're familiar with the area yep so watch out for him um two guys rounding out the list two former buffs who is it Jaylee Stacks and Zion Magalay. It's thin out there. <laughs> it's thin out there. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into all the other. We do love Jaylee Stacks. Though. We do love Jaylee Stacks. All the other Pac-12 classes. First, a word from Shador's number two barbecue. Mm. I mean, best barbecue sauce out there right now. It's slightly sweet. Got a little spice on the end. Just tastes delicious. Goes good on absolutely everything. Um I mean, just putting it on chicken, just barbecue chicken. Can't go wrong with that stuff. I, um, we liked the, the chicken we made the other night so much that we invited friends over on Friday to make it again. Let's go. That's awesome. I've got to share the love. Need to spread the word. There you go. About Shador's number two. Well, tell them they can get their hands on Shador's number two at plbse.com. I will. Use the code all city, all caps, all one word, and you'll get 10% off at checkout. And then shout out to Saturday Neon. How, check in with the Spirit of the Buffs, Ryan. How are we today? Ooh, oh, look oh, at that. Oh, wow. We're strong. Spirit of the Buffs is strong and shining. Uh, Saturday Neon is a company started by two friends and former college roommates at CU. They make officially licensed collegiate logo, logo LED signs. They're based out of Denver. Um, they're made out of high-quality materials. They're backed by a two-year warranty. They're shipped with everything you need to mount power and dim. They got 19 select schools, uh, college schools. Go to SaturdayNeon.com, use code DMVR. You'll get 10% off your order today, and you get free shipping for orders over 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. Big 21 says pork ribs. Great with that number two as well. Ribs is one of those ones that I haven't um, ventured into the world of making on my own. My dad's a rib Yeah, master. exactly. Same with my dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, I, when I get ribs, it's because I went over for like a Sunday barbecue at home. I, just, I mean, I could, like, get ribs and make them in the oven, but I just feel, like, blasphemous if I didn't make them in a smoker, you know? Like, yeah, it's totally different. Yeah. 
All right, let's go through these Pac-12 classes. The number one, of course, being CU. We're up to, I believe, 55 total commits, including JUCO kids. Absurd. Uh, one five-star, of course, being Travis Hunter. Five four-stars. A 91.07 rating on 247 Sports. The next team is USC. They only had 16 commits, an 84.69 transfer rating. They did have nine four-stars. Their headliners... Really quick. Go ahead. You mentioned 55 transfers at Colorado. Mm-hmm. We can get into who's the least likely. Is there a chance that the first snap against TCU has zero players that played, uh, or the first snap on each side has a total of zero players that played last year for CU? The hardest one to imagine is Van Wells being replaced. Mm-hmm. Right? I'd say Tank, honestly. Okay. He's yeah. looked really good, by the Fair. way. Yeah, you were uh, you were singing his praises. He looked awesome. I mean, it, someone pointed out, yeah, it's no pads and stuff, but man, a guy that big just like completely moving no guys pads, off the line. In my opinion, is harder for an offensive lineman. Well, yeah, it's all about feet and positioning, like yeah. getting to a spot more. And yeah. he was doing that with ease. Yeah, no pads makes it tougher on offensive linemen. Even just like, obviously, you can't grab, but there's a lot more surface area to get your hand on when there's right. shoulder pads on. You know, you're right. you're trying to get your hand inside those pads. Um, but to answer your question, I think it could be a real possibility, especially defensively, just given how deep safety is. <clears throat> just crazy. I mean, they it added enough for a two deep plus of all new players. Yeah. It's pretty outrageous. So USC then. Um, their top guys that they got in the portal, Bear Alexander, the former Georgia defensive lineman, Dorian Singer, he was the leading receiver out of Arizona last year. Um, Christian Roland Wallace comes in at cornerback. He is from Arizona. He led them in PBUs last year. And then Marshawn Lloyd at running back was South Carolina's leading rusher last season. Uh, They had a total of nine four-star transfers. So here's what we're going to do. If CU is a 10 on a 1 to 10 scale, rate this class for me. Scale 1 to 10. Eight and a half? Nine? Mm -hmm. It's up there. And they got, you know, they didn't need as much quantity. And so they delivered in the quality area. Mm -hmm. They Um, did... They did add some linebackers and defensive linemen other than those top guys as well. I feel bad for Arizona because I feel like they went through what Colorado went through last year, which is just like all of your good players just got poached. So when we get halfway through, there's a clear break in the schools who completely attack the portal. buyers or sellers. Yes, literally. (laughs) It's crazy, especially in this conference. Um, USC did lose quite a few guys to the portal, but... Uh, they brought in some high-quality talent. Oregon's the next team. Uh, their star transfer is Jordan Birch. He plays edge, uh, six or defensive end, six six two seventy. Sheesh! As a big boy. Who's this? What team? What team? Jordan Birch. This is Oregon. He's okay. a former edge from South Carolina. Uh, last year, he had sixty tackles, seven and a half tackles for a loss, and three and a half sacks. Um, they brought in an offensive tackle from, I believe this is Rhode Island, a Johnny Cornelius, who was a four-star transfer. Sick um, name. It is a sick name. Evan Williams, uh, another <laughs> kind of yeah. sick name. Uh, safety. They should call him the bottle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the safety out of uh, former Fresno State safety uh, was highly productive there. They got Treshawn Holden, a former Alabama receiver. Remember him. He only had 25 receptions for 331 yards and six TDs last year, though. I thought he was with Oregon last year. 
And then he entered the portal and then went back. Um, it says from Alabama on 247. That may be the case, though. There was something. I think he had legal a legal issue at one point, but it turned out to be nothing. I don't know. I remember the name. He was definitely brought into the Colorado conversation at one point. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they lost guys. Justin Flo was a former five-star linebacker. He's we'll get Arizona. to him yep, when we get to Arizona. They did bring in a lot of depth um, at linebacker and interior offensive lineman. Junior and Angelau out of Texas. And then Gary Bryant Jr. How do you spell that? A-N-G-I-L-A-U. I think you did a good job. Thank you. I tell you, I'm not as bad as you guys think I am, I promise. <laughs> it's the lack of confidence that makes it sound bad. Well, because I read it, and then I stumble, and I'm like, wait, I want to say it all together instead of just like... <laughs> uh, Gary Bryant Jr., though, uh, another four-star transfer. Oregon brought in seven four-stars. They only had a 77.4 transfer rating. So USC was nine points below uh, Colorado, and then Oregon's eight points below USC. One to ten. Yeah, it's an eight to me. I think um, ten, nine, eight so far. Yeah, for sure. They did lose some guys as well. Um, a decent amount, it looks like, too. But it's Oregon. You know they're going to recruit. Next team, UCLA. You know what's really interesting? I didn't think about this, but Colorado is the only team, in my opinion, that added an impact quarterback transfer. Yes. Now, yes. a lot of teams didn't need them. Right, they already had a good quarterback situation, but we'll talk about UCLA here. Colin Schley, right? Not, in my opinion, an impact quarterback transfer. So Shador, by far the biggest quarterback upgrade in the conference, potentially the biggest quarterback upgrade in the country. Yeah, I mean, in terms of what you had to what you got, it definitely is for sure. Uh, J. Michael Sturdivant is UCLA's headliner transfer. He was a star at Cal. I don't know if you remember him last year. J. Michael Sturdivant. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Jeremiah Hunter was on the other side. He was kind of, I think he was younger, um, but Sturdivant's pretty young too. He's a 2021 recruit. Oh, DJ Ugalele. DJ U, of course. Yeah, we'll get to him. Uyungalele. Is that how you pronounce Uyungalele. it? Uyungalele. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Second try. Uh, he was a 2021 four star and top 150 player. Now he's at UCLA. Carson Steele. The running back from Ball State uh, uh, had a massive year last year. 1,556 yards and 289 carries. Led the country, I think. It has to be. These numbers are outrageous. 5.4 yeah. yards per carry on that and 14 touchdowns. And then you mentioned Colin Schley. He's going to be in a competition with Dante Moore, the five-star, to be the starting quarterback. He's um, going to have to win that convincingly Yes. to win that job. For sure. Uh, they brought in a safety, Jordan Anderson from Bowling Green, and then Kyle Ford, uh, the speedy kind of shifty slot receiver out of USC. He goes just across the city to UCLA. They brought in uh, a group of linebackers, defensive linemen, tight ends at the three-star level. They did lose a decent amount of players. One to ten, though, where are you at with US, uh, UCLA? What was their rating? They are 73.93, so that is four points below Oregon. They did have two fewer Four stars, but they had two more three stars. It's a little simple, but I think I'm just going straight down the line, down to seven. Seven. Uh, Arizona State, then. This is a big one. This is one we've talked a lot about because if it weren't for Colorado, they would probably be the winners of the portal Mm. for the Pac-12. Their top player is Jordan Tyson, though. That's not good. With all due respect. Yep. The difference between... 
Travis Hunter as your top transfer and Jordan Tyson as your top transfer is a Grand Canyon-sized gap for the for Arizona down there. And then you factor in the health. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. The, and the health scares me for, for Jordan. I'm hoping the best for him. They did get Drew Pine, uh, so that's another quarterback. He played pretty well for Notre Dame last year. I think Tyler Buckner started the year, and then they went to Pine at some okay, point. So I was a little off about the uh, only quarterback transfer. Well, they got a five-star, too. They got Rashada. Rashada, yeah, true. So, I mean, he played well for Notre Dame last year, but kind of what you said, he's really got to pop and just show that he command the, can command the offense to take that starting gig. I get the feeling that they think Rashada is a step away. Kind of a development. Yeah. They've got Aaron Frost, a graduate transfer tackle from Nevada. He missed 2022 with injury, but was all Mountain West second team in 2020 and 2021. And then Xavier Guillory is another guy who we're probably going to hear about this year. He's a wide receiver transfer in from I or Idaho State. Uh, had a decent year last year, and I've seen the PHNX guys say he's been popping. Okay. Overall transfer rating, 70.16. Only two four-stars in that 30 transfer class. I'm going to give them also a seven. So on the same part, UCLA's? I think so. They got more quantity, less quality. Yes. But I think they got some good players. Maybe they dropped down to a six. Um, they did grab a few guys uh, on the trenches. They lost a decent amount of guys, too. A lot of coaching, uh, like turnover just from the coaching change, of course. I'm going to actually drop them down to a six because I think that their top line transfer talent is not there. No headliners, but Jordan yeah. Tyson. Yeah, Jordan Tyson's your headliner. Again, we really liked Jordan, but he really did a number on his knee. Uh, yeah, and you know he would. It's hard to call him like a star mm -hmm. for what he did last year. He was. A, I would call him like a breakout. He was a star in Colorado's eyes. <laughs> yes, but that's factoring in the relativity of them right. being terrible. Yeah. I would call. I thought he was a breakout player for sure. It's not like he had a thousand yards or anything. Um, next team is Cal. They lost J. Michael Sturdivant. They added Sam Jackson from uh, TCU. Okay, that's another decent, uh, decent quarterback transfer. And they lost Plummer to the portal too. Okay, so it sounds like he's going to be your starting quarterback. They brought in two uh, pretty decent cornerbacks. Also, if you're here, hit the like. Yeah, smash that out. like button. Um, Noel Williams, who was on that graphic at 10, corner from UNLV. Okay. Uh, Not he a had, returner. He what? Not a returner. Not a returner, player. no. 40 tackles, three interceptions, five PBUs, one forced fumble. And then Patrick McMorris, a cornerback out of SDSU. He's played a lot of football. Five interceptions, 14 PBU, PBUs, and 151 tackles the last two seasons. Is this the drop-off that you're talking about? No. Oh, it gets worse from it here. It gets worse from here. All right, well, I'm dropping them down to a five. Um, total, they brought in 20 guys. Okay. No coaching change. Three, four stars. 68.72 rating. So not below, not too far below ASU. Mm -hmm. And I dropped ASU down to a six. So we're still just going in order here. So we haven't said Utah, Washington, Oregon State, but they're in this group. Wow. Of 10 or fewer commitments in the portal. So this is an interesting kind of 
turn here because yes, the portal class is worse, but these are teams that needed less. Right. You know, so like Utah, man, Utah has it figured out in terms of roster construction. Mm-hmm. They just like have fleets. Yep. And one goes out, next one comes in, and they they're very um they've done a very good job at like making sure they just reload every year. Their top commitment is Miles Battle from Ole Miss. He's been there since twenty eighteen. Whoa. He's played a lot of different positions. Didn't really see the field till the last two years when he was playing cornerback. Uh, Logan Fano out of BYU was a top recruit in the 2021 class. He did not play at BYU. He just goes um, up to Salt Lake now from Provo, and he's going to be playing for the Utes. But that's really it. Landon King is a guy we talked about. They got him, the tight end out of Auburn. Oh, right. The big wide receiver. And then Micah Pittman, who was a former four-star, like top 100 recruit uh, in the 2019 class. He's already played at Oregon and at Florida State. Now he's at Utah. What position? Wide receiver. Okay. That's really it, though. Yeah, um, that's not much. They only lost, looks like, three guys to the portal, though, too. So just not a lot of turnover. Portal turnover. turnover in general. Yeah. Uh, give them a four. Washington also only had nine, but they had four four-stars to Utah's three. Uh, Utah, 48 rating. Washington, 47. Their top commit was Dylan Johnson. He's a running back from Mississippi State. He played a lot the last four years. Uh, kind of like Cavassier Smoke, though. Like, a lot, like, if you look at his career numbers, it's a great season. But mm-hmm. every year, it's only like, you know, 300 yards for three touchdowns, something like that. For um, sure. Jeremy Bernard was a 2022 four-star wide receiver from Michigan State, a top 20, 250 player. He's going to be there now. Um, that's really it, though. They got a four-star cornerback, Jabbar Muhammad, who was also on that graphic from Oklahoma State. They, of course, lost Savelle Smalls. Daniel Ngata, remember him from yep. Arizona State? He's at Washington now. That's about it. They only lost four players to the portal, only brought in nine. Mm, I'll put keep them right there at a four Arizona at 44 overall portal grade two four stars and this is a team that uh kind of got ravaged yeah they uh they felt the uh the negative side effects of the portal for sure Dorian Singer gone to USC Christian Roland Wallace also gone to USC Justin Flo gone to Oregon so their top in, no, he came or in he coming Oregon. in from Oregon he's their top guy yep after him it's MLC as their top incoming transfer, um, wow. not too far behind him, Taylor Upshaw. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's a three. Washington State comes after that. Ten commits, though, but no four stars. All three stars are lower. Uh, they've got in, or they're bringing in Kyle Williams. He is a wide receiver out of UNLV. Had a pretty productive year, or Last three seasons for them. They got Josh Kelly, a wide receiver. So they really loaded up on wide receivers. Isaiah Hamilton, another wide receiver they brought in. So they're trying to surround Cam Ward with some targets, some guys who have some uh, game experience in college football. They did lose quite a bit, though. Um, Yeah. Deshaun Stribling, one of their top receivers last year. He's gone to Oklahoma State. They lost another receiver to Cincinnati. But only, I think, four losses total. Three. Now, this one's the interesting one. Oregon State. Because you got one of the top, I guess, portal players in DJU. Mm-hmm. 
but they just didn't really do anything, and they didn't really lose much either. Uh, they did lose Omar Spates, the linebacker. He's at LSU now. How about this one, Ryan? He's kind of nice. Oluwasie Omotoshu. Uh, see, that was confident. Thank you. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Edge coming in from Wyoming. Played in 11 games last year. Had seven and a half tackles for a loss and six and a half sacks. Uh, they brought in a linebacker from Utah who didn't play much. And then Jermaine Terry, a tight end who barely played at Cal. That's really it. They lost four guys. They brought in seven. Uh, you got to factor in DJU, though. But I don't like DJU. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan either, but this is a former five-star, man. <sighs> Are we giving bonus points to Colorado for Savelle Smalls being a former five-star? I'm just saying, he, he was rough last year. He did also have some games where it was like, yeah, this DJU guy, you know. He's huge, and he has a big arm. So yes. it's going to do some things for you. Uh, I'm going to three. <laughs> the last one, Stanford. This is why I had Stanford number one in yesterday's draft for me. Because they lost. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on of entries out. They only brought in four players. Three of them are four stars. They have a 16 rating. What did they lose? How many did they lose? Um, all right. They lost Barrett Miller, an offensive tackle. He went to Cal. Walter Rouse, another offensive tackle. He went to OU. Miles Hinton, another offensive tackle. He went to Michigan. Drake Nugent, their uh, kind of stud center. He went to Michigan. From Colorado. Uh, Lavani Damuni, another tackle to Utah. <laughs> what, do they have any offensive line or, Sorry, he left? was a linebacker. Oh, okay. Uh, another linebacker, Jacob Mag Magnum Farrar to Indiana. Um, I mean, it's it literally just keeps going on and on. Guys, they lost to the portal. They're kind of killing it on the recruiting trail. But this year, I just, I don't know, man. I wonder what their like net gains versus losses was. Like their incoming outcoming production? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. probably substantial. Uh, and Earl points out Stanford has strict rules on transfers. Yeah, it's yep. something that Colorado was um, absolutely handcuffed by before Coach Prime got here, and they figured out they wanted to win football games. Um, so I, I sympathize with Stanford. Uh, it also is a an, an elite academic school, which is something that we were not. Um, and because of that, they get a zero? <laughs> zero out of ten? They did bring in two other offensive tackles, but they're from Navy and Harvard. They're getting a zero from me. <laughs> um, yeah, what you already said. Smash that like button. Also, guys, subscribe to the podcast. If you're in the chat right now and you're on YouTube, we appreciate you tuning in and being here. Uh, but it would greatly help us out if you just picked up your phone, went to Spotify, went to Apple Podcasts, typed Buffs, B-U-F-F-S, F-F-S in the search. That's all you need to type in. We'll pop up. Give us a five-star rating and subscribe to the pod. We'd greatly appreciate it. Shout out to Bacchus and Shanker. They're here for you when you get hurt. They've been winning for Colorado families for more than 25 years. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. No fees unless they win your case and win money for you. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. Help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks, and can even help if you're injured at work. You guys know what it is. Put that number in the chat. 222-2222 to find out if you have a case... For free, Bacchus and Shanker wins. 
Then shout out to Shady Rays. It's getting quite beautiful out here in Denver. Oh, yeah. Are you a... I know you guys talked about this on the Broncos podcast. Are you a sunglasses while you golf guy? No. Um, I will do sunglasses in between shots when mm-hmm. it gets really bright. So today I'm I'm teeing off at like 4 o'clock. Right. Um, so that means like around the time I make the turn, sun's going to be low. The course I'm playing, the turn, uh, like 9, 10, or like 8, sorry, 10, 11, 12 are all into the sun. So I'll go shades on, driving the cart, take them off to swing. Dang. Do you like line up your shot like with the shades on too? No, no, no. Wow. Yeah. I usually, I usually play with the shades on. So I love sunglasses um, for like the looks, mm-hmm. but I I like, I don't know. I like to be able to see things through my actual eyes when I'm I get golfing. That. I get that. I don't know. I always, I'm like super light sensitive, so I need my sunglasses sometimes. Fair. Otherwise, I'm walking around like this half the time. Um, but Shady Rays has you covered. You can check out their location at the Park Meadows Mall or go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code DMVR while you're there, and you'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And you can try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. I know, guys, I know DJ got benched and stuff. I'm just saying, like, he had some, like, performances last year. I don't <laughs> think you said he's a top guy. I didn't say he was a top guy, no. <laughs> I mean, like, top quarterback. Transfer, portal, yeah. yeah. Top, top portal guy for sure. I'm honestly, I'm kind of intrigued by him because this offense is going to, it's got a lot of speed. They have a stable of backs. I don't think you need him to be a five star, you know, 35 touchdowns, 4,000 passing quarterback this year. They literally, Oregon State had terrible quarterback play last year and they were a damn good team still. Yeah. I know it's kind of a slippery slope, but if he just kind of has a high, like semi consistent and high floor, that's where I don't think he has. That's fair. I think he has a low floor and a high ceiling. Um, I'm going to pull up this game now because I remember he had one game last year where Dre and I were like, look at this DJU guy all of a sudden again. Um, it, it Notre was, Dame? It was later in the year. I want to say it was against Florida State. But I can't remember. <laughs> they said you're getting testy. I'm just saying. I watch ball, man. <laughs> God, I can't wait for college football season. Oh my God. We're uh we're getting there, dude. I know. Also, uh just had eleven homies book the TCU yes. trip today. Um, so the the amount of turn up that we're going to turn up oh, yeah. just turned up. Yep. <laughs> um what's the so you were looking at the ticket prices in our section earlier, right? Yes. The tickets alone, just in our section, also we're getting crushed for calling this Dallas. It wasn't our decision. That was <laughs> that was the graphics department. Go after them. <laughs> um, the tickets in our actual section, section 410, which is where the buffs are where the buffs are at, um, are going for $295 right now. You could book a whole package including flight i believe if you are going four to a room for 800 bucks mm-hmm. that includes flight hotel tailgate and your tickets which the tickets are currently going for 300 dollars. and if you just want to take your own flight you can get the tailgate and ticket package for i think 195 right now yes i mean you're literally stealing yes unless you already got your tickets of course 
Um, <laughs> but we have to do questions. But. Oh, let's get to questions, Alyssa. <laughs> get out of here, Parker. <laughs> We're trying to do a show. <laughs> questions. <laughs> You're good. Jays. In yesterday's well-off, the backup quarterbacks were not looking good. Even Jimmy brought it up. He said if number two was in there, he would have been no problem. If Shador goes down, isn't it scary? I mean, this is the case with most teams. Mm -hmm. You have a good quarterback. If they go down, your season just kind of goes down the toilet. Touching all the wood. Of course, yes. But, like, I mean, what was Tom Moore had the quote about Peyton Manning? Like, we don't practice without him because if 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 we go down, we're fucked, I think is what he said. Yes, it was a beautiful quote. I think about it all the time. (laughs) Um, And it's a little bit different, but... uh, it reminds me of when John Elway was asked, what was plan B if you didn't get Peyton Manning? And he said, we, had, we didn't have a plan B. Yep. We were going plan A. Yep. Um, you, there's only so many good quarterbacks around. Most of them aren't backing up anyone. Right. Uh, Robert completed his booking for the trip. He's going to be there turning up with us. Let's go. I'm telling you, it is going to be off the chain. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Angela, RK, are you going to ask Unc uh, to let you witness, give me my theme music from the locker room, what game would you want to be in the locker room for? I mean, man, I hadn't thought about this. <laughs> um, but that would be pretty damn cool. Um, the one that I would choose if I got to choose would, of course, be Nebraska. Right. That being said, uh, beggars can't be choosers. I'll take any game. Uh, Uncle hook us up, I think. That would be insane. Uh, next week, I did too. get to see, like, a, when Mel was here, they did a, like, a film breakdown before. This is crazy. Before the game, mm-hmm. like, two hours before the game, they let us go into the team room where we recorded the podcast with, uh, with Unc. They let us go into the team room, and Mel Tucker showed us the game plan. That's amazing. And it was the coolest. It was like only for like big donors. I just got invited to go with someone. Yeah. But like he showed us the gameplay. That's so dope. And it was like the coolest thing ever because (laughs) he's like, oh, okay, check this out. Like uh, we think that we're going to be able to spring a play here based off of the way that Washington calls their defense. We're going to motion LaVisca Chanel into the backfield and then give him like an inside zone handoff. And it went for like 40 yards. And I was like, I knew that was coming. I saw a motion and I'm like, here it is. Here it is. That's so amazing. So That's the best part of football, man. The oh. game planning, just scheme side of it. The I chess. love it. Yeah, it really is. It's it's a beautiful thing. But yeah, that would be sick. Um, what's Dove Valley and, and Choppers? They, the Buffs won. Like that was the big thing. Is like Washington was okay that year. Like definitely right. better than us. And Coach Prime or uh, sorry, <laughs> uh, the, the coach back then was like, I think we're gonna win this game. I think we got the right game plan. And they did. Hopefully, Coach can uh, help us out with something like that this year. That'd, That'd be, be quite amazing. Um, Jamel's asking, what's Dove Valley and Chopper Circle? I, Dove Valley is where the Broncos facility is. I don't know what Chopper Circle is. Chopper Circle is. is the street that the that ball arena is on. Oh, okay. I wonder where that came from. I don't know. <laughs> LC, Jake and RK, what is the better bet? Buffs three and a half season wins plus 138. TCU Moneyline win plus 810. Should be higher. Sanders Heisman odds plus 20K and or Hunter Heisman odds plus 30K. What's uh, the best bet? Well, the odds will tell you which one is the <laughs> best bet, which is buffs over three and a half. Um, 
but I like uh, the TCU money line at plus A10. Travis plus 30K? It would be so hard. It would be really difficult. Um, but if he caught 15 touchdowns and had eight interceptions or something yeah. insane like that, he would definitely be in the conversation. He'd be invited to New York. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone asked about Unk. Uh, stay tuned. I think he's back in town next week. So. Soon. Yep. Very soon. We miss him. Eric, uh, Jake and RK, who's your pick to wear the number one jersey, if any? I saw someone. Was I, it Barstool, Colorado? I, I, I don't know where this came from, honestly. Yeah. They said I, that. I watched the video, and I, don't, I didn't remember him saying, I'm planning on wearing one. But then all of a sudden, everyone's reporting that. I'd, I didn't see it either. Uh, but people are saying it would be a Cormani. To me, that's the only one that would make sense at this point. Yeah. It'd be fun to see Dylan in it, though. Having a speedy number one, kind of just do it all. I kind of got the feeling that Dylan's in for number 10. Okay. So, there you go. Uh, Kyle, how does the team stop this offense with at least five wide receivers that run sub 4-4 and a backfield with hella production, Louisville grad watching the buffs? What's up? Oh, did I say his name wrong? Keir? Sorry. Keir Lyles. How does a team stop this offense with at least five receivers? Run the, you don't. Only I mean pass rush. That's how you would stop it. They're gonna be going so fast though that yep. you're gonna have to get those rushers in and out. And if they're going oh. that fast, they're gonna be on the field. He was gonna say you're not gonna get anyone in and out. Right. Um and we haven't talked about this yet, but the first first down of every series is so important for the buffs. Mm -hmm. If they move those chains once, you're in trouble. Yep. because uh, they're getting back to the line immediately. They've got a little momentum. You know, Coach Lewis is in his bag, and your defense is about to be on their heels, especially at altitude. Yep. I think it's going to work beautifully, just all in conjunction. Like, there's going to be drives that start with, like, a 12-yard run, and I'm just going to, like, pencil in this drive's ending in points. Yep. I, I wonder what the uh, – we should set the over-under. Fastest touchdown drive of the season. Mm. Two minutes? I'll say one. one? What? There's going to be like That's a 75-yard right. bomb, right. yeah. so 12 seconds. So, okay, then. One series or more. So getting to third down in a series or more. I'm saying 90 seconds. Wouldn't that be fun to watch? Yeah, it would. Uh, King so, Mars. What comes I mean, we saw it happen to us, where a team gets like 20 yards on the first play. Oh, yeah. Run UCLA. up to the line. Yeah. 20 yards again. Run up to the line. Over the top. Touchdown. Yep. That's exactly what happened in the UCLA game multiple times. Yeah. I've, it's, it kind of worries me a little bit, but I also am thankful for it. I've erased all of the games from last season from my brain. All I remember little plays. Yeah. But I don't remember like the arc of any game, even, even the Cal game. <laughs> the Cal game, I mean, there wasn't really notable. Like I remember Trevor Woods knocking the ball out, and I remember Montana's catch. I don't remember much else. Uh, Owen ran in a touchdown that game. I can tell you that. I remember that. Oh, he got hit too. Didn't he get hit on the? That goal was line? when he got hurt, I believe too. That makes sense. Um, what comes with the tailgate? First off, all you can eat, all you can drink. You get to hang out with us and all the other Buffs fans there. Probably going to be the best Buffs tailgate in Fort Worth that day. Um, I mean, undoubtedly. So anything else? Did I miss anything else that comes with it? Um, no, I think that covers it. Uh, Eric, what do you think coach is doing right now? 
You think he has a hidden cameras in the facility and taking notes and then taking <coughs> action when he gets back? Yeah, his hidden camera, his name is Bucky. <laughs> yeah, it's not so <laughs> hidden either. <Yeah. laughs> um, I don't know. I hope Coach is resting right now. I do too. I do too. We need him at full, full speed ahead when he comes back. Yep. You could probably use the rest surgery even if you remove the surgery. Right. Just give him a self, give himself a chance to recharge his batteries. I know he's like an energizer bunny type guy. Exactly. But probably good to recharge once in a while. All right, it's time to go. Oh wow, you got you got pressure parked by Andre. I, I was told we we're on a schedule. <laughs> I was told we were on a schedule. Tight sketch today uh, from oh, Jarrell. Go ahead. Oh, what section are your seats in again, DNVR? I'm getting mine today coming in from El Paso. Uh, section 410. There you go. Where all the bus fans are going to be, right? We are going to take that place over. I really think you're going to see a ton of black and gold in the stands. Even if it's not in numbers, it will be in spirit. Yes. I'd Like any Buffs big plays, there's going to be a sizable cheer for sure in that yeah. stadium. Oh, yeah. I love that's my favorite sound in the world, I think. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Like 5,000 people amongst 50,000 mm-hmm. cheering their hearts out. Yeah. Is like, there's just some, oh, it hits different. When it's like the sway of cheers, like a big third down for TCU, and all of a sudden they throw a pick and we're going the other way. It and goes it's just, from loud to silent yeah. and then it goes back up the other way. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait, man. I don't know what just clicked in my brain, but. I'm so excited for football season. It's unhealthy. I've been getting it pretty bad the last week. Yeah, this is bad. We're coming. Good thing I'm going golfing today to take my mind off of it. There you go. (laughs) Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.